Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Convention Confessional. My name is Katie Hunt, and I'm here to guide you through the good, the bad, and the ugly of the convention world. And sometimes I do it with a little help from my friends. And this week, I've brought back the lovely Jess. Hello! 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 <laughs> we were just lamenting uh, a few minutes ago that we actually haven't recorded by ourselves together in about a year. So... Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm sitting next to Halloween candy. And the last time we did this, I was also sitting next to Halloween candy. And actually, I think it was... A year ago yesterday because it was definitely after you got back from trick-or-treat with Gavin. So Yeah, it was it was Halloween night. That was it's ironic. It's exactly. One of my many panic calls going, oh, I need someone to record with. <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm, I'm just sitting here eating candy. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> How was trick-or-treat this year? It was awesome this year because last year it was rainy. This year it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And you had a new friend. We did. We had two people to take trick-or-treating. Oh, my God. Nothing to do with conventions, but it had to do with costumes, so it's going to count. When I saw Riker in his fat bat costume. (laughs) It's so cute. I ran around my workplace and showed everyone (laughs) your children. (laughs) It's funny because people are like, are you going to dress up the baby? I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course I am. He's going to be a bat and it's going to be adorable. <laughs> like rendered me speechless. And you know, that's hard. <laughs> Which is like, <gasps> he was so cute. Actually, that picture was like the one time he was laughing in it. He was, he loved it for about 10 minutes. And then he, uh-huh. he wasn't upset. He just was done laughing. So like, yeah, he was just like, picture. well, you've gotten what you want out of me. Yeah. He just went, he just went in his stroller with like the wings sticking out, just looking mm-hmm. around for most of mm-hmm. it. And people would stop. There was a Mary Poppins that turned around and was like, look at this bat. And honestly, if that doesn't remind me of Rob, I don't know what does. Put him in a set of wings. He's good for a few minutes. And then we're just like, we're done. I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, Gavin's like my kid. I think this one's going to be Rob's kid. Like he looks like Rob's side of the family. So we each got one. It was fair. Great. Great. Yeah. We'll all remember this in 15 years and regret that. I know. I just, now that's on tape shit. Regrets. Uh, (laughs) Oh no. (laughs) I would like to retract every statement. I I wish I could edit this, but you know. (laughs) (laughs) we're not that perfect no good lord no everyone should know that by now this podcast has been on for a year and a half if you haven't got it by now folks i don't know what to tell you (laughs) speaking of which speaking of yes you and i um as as good of friends as we are uh Mm -hmm. we have worked together many a time at conventions in the uh, judging department absolutely um, and I had contacted you and I was like, Hey, you want to be on the show? And you were like, Hey, are we can talk about how we met. And I was like, no, I want to talk about suffering. I'm like, okay, sure. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> we can definitely talk about how we met though. We to, like, no, we can, into it. That can be a whole nother episode. Don't like waste material you might need later. <laughs> <laughs> if you think I'm going to panic call you again in the next six months, you're right. <laughs> prepared <laughs> prepared uh but yeah no we let's see i mean we've judged at a couple conventions together actually because we did um kineticon we've done anime boston yeah. and i've judged Portcon. i've judged i've done a few yep yep mm-hmm. and i've judged kineticon i've judged um ac at one point anime boston you know, um you judge ac i thought you always hosted no oh no dear no 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 see at the very beginning of like, the beginning <laughs> times Back in the day, you know, a hot minute ago, um, I actually, um, the first year I was there, I was one of their costume judges. Second, first and second year that I was there, I was one of their costume judges. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. I did Because I couldn't do the performance judging because I was on the stage hosting. Yeah, that would be awkward. Um, but yeah, you know, what's funny too, is like the first year because the convention was so small, like to begin with, and they were in that huge area in Manchester. Hello, Wash. <laughs> Sorry, there's a cat between me and my body just slithered in. I know, my co-host, you're here. I get it. Um, that first year, you um, if you remember like how the setup was in Manchester, there was like that big, we used to call it the fish, um, the fish bowl. Yeah, I went in 07 was the first mm-hmm. time I went. Yeah, I remember um, it vaguely. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. So um it was like this big glassed in area, and then there was kind of like an exit out to like where the garage was. Okay. That was the hallway they used for costume judging. Oh, super mm-hmm. public. Yeah, so it was just like, yeah, you're right there, like in front of the glass. And I mean, like I said, at the time, they were just, we only had that area of it. So there wasn't enough room to like put anybody anywhere in a room or anything. Cause, you know, you're a small out. convention. When I, when I used to compete at Bakaratsu, like when I was a baby, um, <laughs> they did judging on a balcony. 
Oh, so if and you didn't we, get a good score, you jumped? Is that <laughs> no? But it was fun because like the regular people, like not going to the convention, would be entering the hotel right under this balcony, and so you oh. just like peek over the edge. And one time, I was like in full sorceress Adele makeup, and I peeked over the edge and like completely scared the shit out of a whole bunch of people that just like walked because I'm like, hello, uh, <laughs> hello. And you're like, oh my god, there's a oh demon. god, she's gonna jump. There's a demon up there, and she's gonna jump. So pretty. Yeah, not, um, not very attractive. But you know, like we had um we had some really amazing stuff that we judged and we had some um some not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As like the whole spectrum. The whole spectrum. Yeah, literally like everything you could think of. Um I don't know where we should start. I mean Well, maybe we can talk about like I guess when I do sometimes I've been asked to do like panels about judging because I pretty much exclusively do performance judging I mean I can sew and I think I'm decent at it but I would argue like qualification wise I'm much more qualified to be a performance judge I got my college degree in theater I was in a dance company like I just have a lot more I feel like life experience not only just cosplay experience that I can use right right so um so when I first was asked to judge it was 2011 I think was the first year I judged and I've done a whole bunch since then and I think over the years you know we've gotten a good sense, or at least I have, of of kind of what, because I think when you ever talk about like, people want to know what makes it bad, right? They want to like, what, what do you right. hate? Like, what do you want to, like, what screws it up and stuff? And I think people think about the wrong things. Like, yeah, there's some technical stuff. Like you can get into like, you know, oh, they should cheat out and they should do like theater things, right? Whatever. But right. there's a few big buckets, right? And I think which mm-hmm. might start this conversation. Mm-hmm. And so when I do like panels and I say like, here are the just absolute red line, do not do. And my big one is do not scare the judges. <laughs> like, right. right. Do not. Sc- I do. Not, if, if I am scared, it's not going to end well. <laughs> Right. And I think that's a pretty easy line to avoid if you use common sense, but it happens. It happens. I mean, yeah, like people like we have watched stuff where we think that people are literally going to break their necks. That will, I even, I would even argue just also like be like disturbed, scared. Like it's it's physical scared and emotional scaring as well. Like both of those things shouldn't happen. No. Like you can make me have emotions, you can make me laugh and make me sad and make me angsty, but if you make me scared, there's something wrong. <laughs> right. um, and so, like, like I know there was one, um, there was one that we I judge. It was a smaller convention, and they they were doing a panty and stocking skit, and the skit itself was decent, right? Mm-hmm. Like they had decent dialogue, they had recorded it, and their yeah. costumes were fine. Sure. Uh, and I, I don't watch panty and stocking, but I understand it enough to know that part of the gig is they take their underpants off or, or one of them does. And the other one takes their stocking off and it turns into weapons or whatever. Yeah. This chick took her underpants off what? and, and here's, in the skit. And here's the thing. No. Like, I, and, and, and she may have, and I think in fact did have another pair, but I don't know that. And no. I don't want to check. so immediately at that point I'm like I'm not going I'm just going to look at the table (laughs) because where we're positioned at any kind of judging configuration is you have like a direct view up everybody's skirt yes even if they are wearing underpants that is correct and that's another thing is that I have been to several masquerades where someone else had to come and awkwardly tell a performer like hey we can see your thong like maybe you should cover that up or or whatever you know, and so I think that sometimes people don't realize when they're on stage the angle of not just the judges table, but like the front row. Yep. And it's not, just, not great. Not it's flattering. Not, it's not flattering. And everyone should take extra precautions. That's I remember yeah. um, before I was judging with you and Rob, I think it was probably the year before you and Rob came on at Boston. And I only remember this because I was Tony Stark and it was the year that it was Billy. And that's like the whole I had to go pee story. Oh God! I don't, I don't. I don't know this. You had to go pee story. Oh, you you don't know that I had to go pee story. No, where I ran into the men's room dressed as Tony Stark, and all no. of, like the anime boys were freaking out no. because Billy yelled that I was a girl in the bathroom, and I was like, "I'm peeing," because the girls' bathroom line is like around the convention center, and you all need to get over it right now. <laughs> And, like, fully expect it. And we had to get back to judging. So it was, like, I had borrowed time to, like, go take a piece so we could finish judging. 
And like, I fully expected to be escorted out of the Heinz Convention Center because unfortunately this was before, you know. I was going to say, now they have gender neutral could... bathrooms. It's yeah, like, every, like there, was not a, there was no such thing as a gender neutral bathroom. Because <laughs> I walked in and all the boys were just like, eh, girl. They all like hid their like supposed junk <laughs> in the urinal mm. stalls. So I'm just like, mm. honey, you don't have to hide much. It's okay. <laughs> Nobody wants to look. It's okay. Nobody. But I just remember I'm dressed like Tony and it's the end of this. There was this girl, two girls that did a whole dance routine and same situation. They were doing these high jumps, high kicks, and they were barely wearing any underpants like underneath. They need to be wearing bloomers or something or yeah, like, or like short. bike, sh- bike shorts. Highly, re- highly recommend the bike shorts. Very much highly recommend it. Like you can get them in every single color under the sun these days. For like, like a couple know, bucks on the internet. Yeah. yeah. And, and as people who are judging people's performances and stuff, we know that's probably not part of your costume. We're not judging you on that. I'm oh, glad no. that your stuff's covered. No. And here's the thing. I think that's the biggest thing, right? When it comes to stuff like this is that if we start feeling uncomfortable that we can't look at it, now we're missing your performance right right it's not even about like the thing it's about like well now we have to not look and now i can't see your show because it's now it's distracting from whatever that is because you might have something bad happen right Uh um and i think that that's again like as someone that did a lot of performing like we have a lot of experience on things you can purchase like various undergarments and like ways to make things even just look like you don't have anything but it's covered um Mm -hmm. yeah if you're performing and I'm a big fan of when you're doing something on stage you're not being judged on the craftsmanship anymore right no that that part's over no you're done so swap some things out like I, I know that we've done that like I know that when we did like our Chrono Crusades get I had a real watch as I said but we were throwing it around the stage so we had a fabric one when we did did Moon Circus, I added straps to my costume. Yeah, after judging. Yep, after judging, I added straps onto my costume so my top wouldn't slide down. That's right, I forgot about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But but these girls, like I said, just to get back to it real quick, girls, so I go up to them after the show because, of course, like they're standing there and they think that they had the best get under the sun. And it's like, okay, it was good, but I couldn't watch half of it because I could just see everything you owned. So I had to go up to these girls dressed like Tony Stark. And I was like, listen, like you had a really good skit up until the fact that like I, it was kind of inappropriate because of this, this, and this, you really should consider different undergarments. And they got so offended by it. And I wasn't rude about it. And I wasn't mean about it. I was just being honest with them. I'm like, you asked me what the problem was. And I, and I told him, it's like, I couldn't watch half of your skit because I was worried that I was going to get like a gratuitous shot that I didn't ask for. Well, like if they want feedback, especially, I mean, I think that like you have, like, you can't not say it. Like, I don't think I would ever go up to somebody like unasked and be like, right. hey, by the way, I mean, I think I would, if it was before the show, like there was, there have been up, things that have happened in rehearsals for skits where they have taken the people aside and told them. Right. And I think that's appropriate because you have a chance to correct it correct. before they go out in front of an audience, which is really smart. But I think as a show, I wouldn't want to embarrass somebody like that. But if they asked you for feedback, I would totally say something. I'd be like, look, yeah, you know. It's just like, don't future- ask the question if you didn't want the answer. And now I have to be dressed like this. Well, plus also for future <laughs> reference, right? Like, yeah. one would assume that this might be a reoccurring thing. Like, you should know. Like, I would want to know if my butt was hanging out or something. <laughs> yes, thank you. Yes. You know, if, if my ass is ever hanging out of my costume, Jess, please let me know. I will 100% let you know. Same. And I promise not to take my time. Thank you. <laughs> no, you never. You would no. scream across like a room. <laughs> Katie, put your ass away. <laughs> oh, subtle Jess is not a word that I think of when I think of you. Oh, thanks, honey. And, and I respect that. <laughs> I try to be real. <laughs> not everybody appreciates it, but I try to be real. Um, but I mean, aside from seeing everybody's junk on stage, like... I mean, that's then- a very blanket thing. I mean, I think there's other things people have done that make people a little nervous. So. <laughs> Such as? Um, well, maybe this is too much on the same note, right? Like, <laughs> I'm going to no. pass it off to you. Do you have one that's not like wardrobe related? Oh, well, I was going to say like the times that we've sat there and watched 100 dance routines and we've known straight up that it's a copycat of something else. Well, I think... I, here, here's my thing. I don't fundamentally have a problem with people who redo choreography, right? Because like putting on a, um, what's the what's the right word? Like do basically like 
trying to replicate something can be a performance in two of itself, right? And I've like I've like back in the day, like I remember like someone did the whole you know, and I mentioned this to like age myself again, like the whole Yada dance, and they did the actual dance and music video as anime characters, and it was decently entertaining. They did a good job, right? But it's a different level of like creative point assignment, right? Than it would be if they had made up their own thing. Mm -hmm. And I think that the difference there comes from, you know, how one, how well did you execute it? All right. Well, then let me. And, let if me you and that, also, if you claim that you made it up. That's the other that's part. That's my problem. That's the other part. You have to be upfront that you're trying to. So, what I'm talking it. about is the people that we've judged before that have been like, this is a completely original piece. Yes, and then I'm no watching good. it and I lean over and go, dance moms. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, don't claim it as your own. Like, you can, like, totally take pieces from something and combine them and make your own thing by all means. Mm -hmm. But we've had so many people be like, I made up this whole dance by myself. And you're just like. And I'm like, I watched So You Think You Can Dance, too. <laughs> right, exactly. Or, like, I actually pulled up, like, there was a, there was one person that had done a whole dance routine. And I told everybody, I'm like, it's from Dance Moms. And we were at, I remember we were at judging. We had time. And I pulled up the dance routine on my phone. And I was like, see? It's like, oh, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. But that's yeah, a different. Did they do a good job? I mean, yeah, that's yeah. Cool. See, that's like it. That's the thing. It's like don't. Here's the thing. Own it, right? Like mm -hmm. if you did a good job replicating something, own it. Like say yeah. I replicated this and we did a damn good job, but don't pretend you made it up. Yeah, don't lie. Yeah, don't lie. About it, it looks bad. Well, that just makes you not like it as much, mm -hmm. right? You're like, God, that was fine, but now you're pretending you did it, and now it's stupid. And then I think, like, another, like, awkwardy, awful situation that we've been put into was uh, the Kineticon guy. Okay, so maybe we'll put this as a bucket also. Like, I, I kind of meant this – this kind of fits into the don't scare the judges bucket. But, mm -hmm. I would, but like, don't scare the judges. Also, don't be, like, grossly inappropriate. So we yeah. judged – the masquerade one year and it's i think he was he was he last it was the last he was the very last skit yes I think it was the last skit oh no he wasn't the last skit because the last skit was something else really bad it was they just kept they didn't record and they just went on for like 15 minutes oh okay then there was two in that there was two in that one so he this dude decides and i think that's part of you see this less now because now most masquerades force you to pre-record. So there's some level of screening that happens. Mm -hmm. But like back in the day and it back in this level at Kineticon, they still let you live mic it if you wanted to, which God knows that's a lot. That's a blank check for some people. Yeah, that is. <laughs> so this guy got up there and just basically started like both miming and joking about jerking off. Like, and he, then he's like, like, it's like, is he saying what he think he's saying? And then he like, if there was any doubt in the crowd, he starts basically like pretending to go at it right there on stage. And we just basically took our pens and like slashed through that. <laughs> We're like, no. But how no. bad is it though that I forgot he was a separate skin? I thought he was part of the bullshit that came after. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, now that I remember it, I think he was earlier in the night. That night had a few winners. Oh, <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, that no, was like, was nope, nope. We're, like, if there was a hook button, or, the, or like, what is, the, oh. what is the show that has the buzzer? Oh, uh, America, America's Got Talent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Been, Like, I have very few, like, and I, I want to put this, like, right out there because we're starting with all the negative stuff, right? We're there, getting it out of the way. We're getting it out of the way. But, like, there are very few, and I've judged easily, like, or like Rob and I together have done about 16 masquerades, right? And I can't, mm -hmm. I can name on one hand how many times I wanted it to be like a buzzed off stage situation, right? Mm -hmm. Because there are skits that don't go well, but people are honestly trying. And yeah. I have even given people a lot of credit that are visibly scared, but are doing it, right? Sure. And, and the thing is, it doesn't, and that's why I try to tell people when they're like nervous about it, look, do your best. It doesn't have to be perfect. Sometimes winning just means you did it. Right. right, and you went on stage and you accomplished your goal of showing this to everybody, like sharing it with everybody. That sometimes is a goal in and of itself. Hundred percent. And so that's not the kind of stuff when I think about like the buzzer situation. But it's no. shit like it's shit like this. It's like you just got on. You just wanted to like basically just like do like some softcore porn on stage. Bye. Like what are you yeah, doing? See you. Like so that was one. And then the one at the end of that night. 
they live mic'd it and there is a time limit even mm-hmm. if you live mic'd it of i forget what the time limit was these people went on for like 10 minutes yep and we watched we, the whole masquerade while they were on we did so what we did was like well this is garbage because they have disqualified themselves and the fact that like the staff let it keep going was kind of ridiculous but whatever that was their choice that was their choice and so uh, these people are going and we have already decided we're like well they have you know, you you want to at least follow the basic rules for entering the contest you're entering, right? And one of those is you pretty much have to stick to a time limit. And we're not sitting there with a stopwatch. Like if the time limit's minute 30 and you went like a minute 35, like no one gives a shit. But when the time limit is two and a half minutes and we're at minute like 11. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> you're done. So we just said, well, there you don't get anything. So we we just assigned all the awards at the table while their skit was going Yeah, we just on. completely just stopped listening to them. Right. I remember like we we judged everything and they still went on for a few minutes. Yeah, we were done. We were judged. We were done and they were still going. And I remember like looking because finally it's like this is one of the years I didn't host the masquerade at um, yeah, you were sitting at the table with me the whole time. Yeah, there was there was a whole conflict that year. It is what it is. But like, I wasn't hosting, and I remember just sitting there the whole time talking to you and Jess, and being like, if I was on that stage right now, they would have been done like twenty minutes ago. Yeah, you would have pushed them off. <laughs> they would have been done. I'd be like, wow, you're done. Get off. Well, I would have walked on stage, live mic, and been like, leave. <laughs> considering how often that masquerade ran horrendously over, like that would have been <sighs> enough of a reason. But anyway, I just remember whoever was coordinating that year coming over and been like, you guys ready to like pick? We're like, we're done. <laughs> We're like we're good, we're done. Here it we're is. Like we took that last fifteen minutes and figured it all out. You're welcome. Yeah, we just we need to get them off the stage though. Can we do something about that? Are they, are they still talking? Oh, they're still talking. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> I, you know, like, I don't remember what he was. He was in like this weird. I don't remember like, anything old about robot it. costume, well, and he had a hype man, but he didn't need. <laughs> I'm just kind of like though. It's like look, like I get you like your thing, but. If you can't fit it into the time frame that's given, I can guarantee you the extra 10 minutes aren't making it any better. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. And it's not fair. And here's the thing. At the end of the day, it could have been the best 10 minutes of my life, but that's not fair to everybody else. Right. Right? Like, you don't get 10 minutes and everybody else got two and a half. Get off. Right. And it wasn't an exhibition skit because exhibition yeah. skits get whatever time they want because we're yes. trying to fill time with exhibition skits. Like, go yeah. for it. Yeah. And oh. they get pre-approved and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like, who approved this? Nope. <laughs> nobody. No one. No one. Nobody wanted this. I guarantee you nobody told them that that was what they were going to do. They just got on there and had a good time. God. But, you know, I think they enjoyed themselves. So I mean, that. as long as they had a great time, who cares, right? I don't think anyone else did. <laughs> <laughs> no. In fact, I'm surprised everybody was left in the room by the time they were done. I was like, wow. I know the poor people who probably was like, no one's going to stick around for our awards. <laughs> <laughs> we still have to play the AMVs. Like we had <laughs> such a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but we had like another. We had like another forty minutes after that. I think we could have gotten dinner. I think we probably could have. We probably could have left and come back and been like, right. we're done. We, we still could have gotten out the awards afterwards. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Oh. yeah those are two I, I, that's funny you combine them in your head those were two separate skits huh? yeah no I really thought the masturbation guy and the gold suit were the same thing thank god the masturbation guy was not 10 minutes long. <laughs> could you imagine <laughs> I would have stood up at that point and been like and now <laughs> like, if you haven't finished by now I don't know what to tell you right? okay we get it you're not too pump chump get off the stage <laughs> see ya <laughs> goodbye goodbye <laughs> Never enter this thing again, please. So basically what we've learned so far is don't take too much time and don't talk about jerking off. Good. All good things. Oh, and wear underpants. And wear underpants. (laughs) I mean, I think I feel like these are pretty basic rules. Pretty solid. I mean, so far if you've done all three of these things, like not done and done all three of these things, then you have definitely won. You are still you are still in our positive column. It is true. And I think that's the thing, is that some people um you know they're just competing and they're not doing they haven't like been on the other side of the table right Hmm. they're worried about the smaller things when they realize what our level is 
for bad. <laughs> like, 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 or like, if you kept your underpants on and you did not just like do something sexual on stage, you're already in the wind call. Like, I mean, like, yeah, if you're bar, not lying to us about like who right. made your skit, we're good. <laughs> or like, you just went like horrendously over time, or did something, or like jumped off the stage if that's not allowed. Like, I mean, I, I feel like there's like a few red lines in the sand, and if you haven't done any of those, you're fine. You're, you're great. totally fine. You might not win, but you've done fine. <laughs> you did it. Yeah. We did it, Joe. And we're sitting there being like, okay. Like, nobody's thinking bad thoughts. I feel like whenever we have bad thoughts, it's one of those, like, real red line offenses. <laughs> it's, yeah. 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 Everybody think- else, we're just like, oh, that was fine. I've gotten to a point like where I've judged things where we can look at the other judges at the table and we all have, like, the same thought process. Look. Like, just yeah. Think, yeah, the look. There's a look. There's a look. And if you're paying attention to the judges when you're on stage and you see the look, you should just know. <laughs> Because it's not subtle. No. And if you make the judges give the look during your performance, you've done good. something pretty bad. You've done no. something real bad. Yeah. Real bad. <sighs> anyway. Man. Does that feel yeah. good? You feel like get that out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we never talked about the gold suit incident or the masturbation incident before. <laughs> no, no. Like, you guys weren't there. You don't know how bad it was. Well, the thing is, that was like over 10 years ago and it's still very much in my brain i gotta live with that (laughs) god it was wasn't it like at least like 11 or something yeah i think so yikes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but we base everything off of that (laughs) if you're not that guy you're great well that's what i said i said i think then there's things you can do to make your skit awesome right Mm -hmm. I i think there's like there's there's most people you know they are in what I would call like the middle column, right? They come on, they do their thing, and they're fine. And then there's people that do like these really awful things that are super offensive, and they're in like the bad column. And that's when you like exit out. And then there's people who do extra things that just make everybody excited. And that's when they get the award. Yes, yeah. exactly. It's really, really simple when you think about it that way. So, like, what are some of your favorites? Because I know I have a few favorites. Oh, as far as like years. the good ones? Yeah. Like, what what do people <sighs> do that really is awesome? Oh, things that people do that are awesome. I mean, I I'm a sucker for a really well plotted out comedy skit. Mm. Like, if if you if it makes sense, it's really good. Like, if you've got like a show and you found a sound clip that fits that show really well, like so many snaps to you. Like a lot of the stuff, like the stuff that I like to do for skits. I mean, we've done mostly dance skits together, mm-hmm. but like the things that I like are things that you can relate them to each other. And then the audience is like, oh my God, why didn't I think of like putting those two things together? Oh yeah. I love doing like, ma- like mashups are really like, well, mashups are just like back in the day when I did, we did, um, we did Chibi Moon and the, the Moogle from Final Fantasy 12, but we did it as the Looney Tunes skit with the Abominable Snowman. Yes. Remember that skit? Yes. <laughs> And I remember I was really nervous the kids were going to be too young to remember to get the Looney Tunes reference, but they did. And it was great. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I think clever stuff like that flies really well. I think for me, the the comedy one, the, the trick with the comedy ones and that makes it the difference between that middle column of you did your thing and it was fine to awesome is that it has to have a broad enough pop cultural appeal that you have to be able to laugh even if you didn't watch the show. Exactly. Right? Like that. And I I feel like I'm a good judge of that because I have watched like shit. <laughs> I don't know anything. <laughs> I don't know anything. I don't know anything. And I actually think that's better because I'm like, make me laugh. Like, make <laughs> me laugh. And if I'm laughing at your skit, I probably don't know what the heck it's from. That means you did a really good job. Um, um, but the important. other thing hmm? – it's important. It is important. Um, the other thing is too is like people that do serious skits, mm-hmm. and they take them too seriously. It's like no, like if it's too much drama, like it has to be really pretty. I don't know if that makes sense, but it makes sense in my head. Mm-hmm. It's like if you're gonna make something really, 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 really dramatic, like it's gonna be like a sad point, like you're going for like the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. Like it needs to either go all the way and be really. Like beautiful, it has to be like it has to be pretty, like visual wise. It has to be poignant. Poignant, yes, poignant. Right, is like the word. I think it also has to. Typically, the ones I've seen that are sad or serious that are really well done are very simple. Mm-hmm. Like there was one at AB. 
a few years ago and didn't they just bring out like cards of like dead characters or something Oh, yeah. I am visualizing it in my head and I, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think they had like, they had one of the characters in like Full Metal Alchemist. They had, they had a bunch and it was like, I think it was a silent skit, if I recall. But it was, everybody was just like, oh my gosh. But it was good. Like, it was really yeah. well done. Like, I right. loved it. Right. Like, but it was, past- bas- it was basic. This past Anime Boston... Um, and let me see. I'm going to see if I can look up the anime again because I started watching the anime because of it. But again, it it proved my point perfectly. And when we're done mm-hmm. with this, I'll send it to you if I can find it because, I mean, nothing's up from Anime Boston's Masquerade this year. Mm-hmm. Um, my point being, it was just like the skit where it had the sound bites of like, um, oh, God, what's the name of the anime? Hang on. It's in my recently viewed, probably. I say that as I can't find it. You have too many recently viewed. I can't stop watching stuff on TV. Nope. Okay, it's not in there. I think it's like winter winter garden or something. Okay, it's something along those lines. But the girl ends up being like part robot almost because she lost like her hands and her leg or something in some war that was going on. Okay, and then she goes off to be like not like a mistress for this person, but kind of like a maid almost, like just to like make sure that he's okay, like to take care of him because he didn't do so well in the war or whatever. Sounds like a typical what? anime plot. Right, exactly. The point is, is like, she's like this really pretty girl and she had like, you know, she has like this really simple outfit and then like she has this umbrella dance that she did and mm-hmm. she did the umbrella dance, but like the whole thing was sad because the whole point of it was she was trying to make this guy smile again. Aww. And like, that's what that I mean That sounds awesome. That sounds really good. So- Good. I think she she ended up getting like she was a novice and she ended up winning best overall performance. That's awesome. Like at her love first that. ever. Like it was just so perfect. Well, it was what like, a great yes. what a great concept. Exactly. It's yeah. like it was a nice dance routine, but it was like a serious moment thing, and it was like it was still sad, but it was still like it was good. It was the perfect amount of drama. You know, it was. Well, no, just, I, it was- I think you're right. I think I think it's simplest when it comes to sad stuff. Simplicity. I mean, and you could argue. Whatever you do in the masquerade, if you can be successful, the simpler, the better. Yeah. Right? Like, I think that, you know, and it's kind of ironic saying this as someone who did a bunch of dance skits. But yeah, we I, can't I, talk. <laughs> well, yes, but at the same time, I think that, like, you always, you always see some of the successful ones, even if they have complex, like even if it has, like, complex choreography or transitions or whatever, the concept, though, is not complicated, right? Like right. it's less about oh, did they do complex movements or whatever, and more about is the is the idea they're trying to get across really simple and really straightforward? Because I've seen a lot of skits, and I would say this is the other thing that keeps piddle pe- piddle people. <laughs> I can <laughs> enunciate properly people in that middle category. That's like they did a good job, but maybe they're not getting an award, or maybe they. I get a basic award, but not like one of the the higher ones is that usually they have like a lot of props. They might have really nice costumes and they have like a lot of, like it's, it's too complicated. Like I've literally watched some skits where I'm like, I'm so lost. Like, I don't know, like everything looks like they put so much effort into it, but I feel the effort. Like if that makes sense, like it feels like work to watch it. Right, so many props and so many like it just feels like they're it, like you know I think people you can say this when you look at like ballerinas right like professional ballet like take the masquerade out of it for a second like like a professional ballerina what is like the stereotypical thing people say they make it look easy right? right like they make it look simple even though you know that they're serious athletes and it's hard as hell and like I'm a dancer and like serious ballet is insane yeah like I don't do that (laughs) but like the thing is is that when you see some of these skits you see the work and that makes it less enjoyable and so it's like it's like it feels like if they had just taken a step back and taken a bunch of stuff out of it it would have been awesome right And, and you and I feel those are the most frustrating as a judge to watch because you feel like they had all the right elements to make a really good skit, but could not do that, like, you know, magic fairy dust part of really just focusing 
the button, the button, right? Making the concept really straightforward. And I feel like those are the people that usually ask for feedback, right? Because right. they feel like they checked all the boxes to have a really good skit, but they don't quite see how it didn't come across to the audience. Right. It's like, right. you always got to find the button in the skit because like yeah. you can put a shirt on and you can like, you know, you can start to button it, but you gotta like finish buttoning the shirt. Right. It's gotta, it's gotta say something. Right. <laughs> right. Um, and, and it has to have, it's that mass appeal thing. Right. Like I think that we've given some big awards to some very basic skits and, over some more complicated skits. And I think those are the people that always get confused and understandable. Like I totally get it. Right. Because they're like, I had really good costumes and I had all these props. And I had this complex idea and we pulled it off. Why am I not, you know, best performance? Why am I not best? Why am I just like second place advanced or whatever it is? Right. right. And usually that's the difference. It's usually like, you did all this fancy stuff, but at the end of the day, the performance didn't resonate where these people did a lot simpler things, but the whole crowd was on its feet. Right. Right. It spoke to people. And I think that that's the, that is the part that's the hardest when you're coming up with an idea, right? right. Anybody can come up with, you know, I'm going to do all this stuff, but like coming up with an idea that actually is going to speak to people, that's tough. That's really tough. And as judges, that's our job too to see like we don't I mean we're gonna pick things that we think did the best regardless, mm -hmm. but we do take into account the reaction the crowd gets as well. Cause like if we get it and we think it's good and the crowd thinks it's really good, then it's gotta be. Well, because it's speaking to again everybody wide appeal. Right? right. Like, and that's that's the point of if you think about it, the whole point of putting on a show is to entertain people. And if you manage to do that, you've won. Exactly. Right. Like, so, um, and that's, and I think that sometimes people forget, like sometimes people do a performance like for themselves, which is fine. But like, if you want to really succeed at it, you've got to, you're doing it for a group of people. You're doing it because you want, you know, to entertain people, whether that's happy or sad or whatever. Right. Um, so I think that's one of the big things I will say in the simplicity factor, one of my favorite skits that was ever done, and it was not one done at some place where I judged, I've seen it online and I, I still love it. I still use it as an example mm -hmm. when I do um, talks to people about like what makes a really great masquerade skit for a few reasons. One really basic, right? It actually only has one person in a complexly made costume and it's not even a complexly made costume. It's like basic Sailor Moon. Right. Um, but compared to the rest of the people on stage, she's really the only person in a costume. Everybody else is like a stage ninja. Is it the, is it the transformation one? Yeah. It's it's Sparkle Pipsy. I think it's Sparkle Pipsy from back in the day. It might have not been her. I think it is, though. Um, yeah, he's in like a whole Sailor Moon transformation. And on it's stage. on one of those old stages that's not like a fancy stage. It doesn't have an LED screen with effects in the background. It's just a curtain and a basic stage. And that skit is like 30 seconds long. And she, all she does is change into the Fuku. But the way they did it is they had the stage ninjas. And if anybody wants to look, look this up on YouTube. Do it. It's so good. It's so good. It's like Sailor Moon Transfer. I, I, I don't know exactly what you'd have to type in, but it's Sailor Moon Transformation. It has like a bajillion views because it's at least 15 years old now. <laughs> I think it was like from, it's from a while. It's from back when we were. At least 2006 or it, seven, maybe eight, might be eight. Eight maybe might be eight. pushing it. Um, and th what was their cosplay group? They did a whole bunch of really good stuff back in the day. But anyway, this is really simple. But all, all of her skit mates are dressed in basically um, blue, full body, blue things with like spray painted. And you don't understand why until you realize that they are the background of the star field that Sailor Moon transforms in front of. It's 14 and years old. It's yeah, that sounds about right. And they, they like they hold her up. They do the exact. They basically lift her in the air and do it like she transforms in the anime. And then in the end, they hold like a, a cardboard heart, like not even it doesn't even look like cardboard. I think it's like 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 um, construction paper, like heart. And they have the streamers and they're waving her ponytails like yep. it does like the like the the wind is waving her hair. And that thing has a standing ovation that lasts longer than the skit. It's true. Yeah, this gets done. The, the skit was 38 seconds long and the standing ovation is another 35 seconds. Yeah. So 
And I think that the clapping would have kept going, except they finally bowed and walked off because they were like, I guess we should probably be done. <laughs> like they were, just, they were uncomfortable. Like they were not expecting it to go as well as it did. They're like, we had this dumb idea. And it, again, resonated with the audience, right? But it's so basic. And I still watch that. And if I still saw that on stage, I would be like, that's amazing. Yeah, and it's under, 14 years old. <laughs> it was called Underground Cosplay. Was yes, Underground Cosplay. They are awesome. Look at all their stuff. Uh, they did another one with her and Chippy Moon 11 years ago. They 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 tried to recreate the unicorn with that one, which was, it was fine, but it w- didn't have the impact of the first one because you knew what they were going to do. Yeah. But the, yeah. And no, their other really good one, which is more complicated, but again, very basic mashup to your point, Katie, is they did Greasy Potter. Yep. Which and is that was amazing. Harry Potter done as the songs from Greece. Yep. And that is like one of the most badass skits I've ever seen. It was such a good skit. That was a San Diego Comic-Con skit. Yeah. And every every like part of that skit gets more intense. Like you yep. think they couldn't come up with anything better. And then they come up with like another thing better. And I'm just like, every time I watch that, even now, and that's another skit that's like 15 years old. Yep. And I'm just like, that is the most amazing. I would have lost my mind if I saw that live. That was like so good. I know. So like sometimes you see these skits that are on like line. And I was just like, I wish I was in the audience when that was like created because. Yes. I would have loved to have been in the audience for that one. That was like, that's incredible. Do you feel like people feel that way about our skit? Uh, eh. <laughs> I, mean, I I think no actually I will say people used to comment on the YouTube video there was like a girl from Australia that said she wished she could have flown there to see it so oh. there were there were people that existed thanks girl from Australia nine years yeah, ago yeah <laughs> it's more than nine years ago honey Shh. I'm just saying like well no some people still watch it now and it's like a couple years oh after. that's when she posted it maybe I don't know yeah you yeah. know just trying to be funny haha <laughs> we're just old thanks for reminding us <laughs> you don't uh, compete anymore yet shut up i'm turning 40 in like a five days so. <laughs> Feeling i know, it. Feeling I know it. but it's okay because literally none of us look like that and we're all like vampires and it's fine we're not no, old i don't have gray hair yet it's fine no it's fine yeah totally fine yeah <laughs> Give me, another, also, give me another year after having a baby. I can wear my Tifa costume again. It's all good. Right. And we can compete again. Duh. <laughs> sure. Sure. Listen, we were all hyped about it the other day. No, I still have some ideas on my sleeve. It's fine. I think we're just, not like walkers in wheelchairs yet. We can no, still compete. No, absolutely not. But yeah, but, I mean. No, there are some really, I think, and I think that's kind of like the things that people, you know, when they, when they're trying to think of an idea and like, I've had good ideas and I've had eh, ideas right and I and I think that like it shows like you know even when you come up with it when you have like a winner idea then you mm-hmm. have to pull it off which is the other hard part yeah that is the yeah that's the hard part <laughs> you know what I really like I think that some people you know I think some people try to come up with their ideas in a vacuum mm-hmm. and they should really kind of like workshop it a little bit right because I know that I I've talked to some people after panels and they said, like, I have this idea. Do you think it will work? I love that. I think that's awesome. And they, they, and I've heard some people that have really good, like, ideas, but they have, they don't, they can't think outside themselves enough to think about, like, kind of problem solving some of it, right? Like, I, f- I forget what this one was, but they had a really great concept, but they were thinking too complex about how to, like, get people on stage or how to do like a certain prop or how to like they felt like they had to be too specific or literal and like you could use like fabric to represent x or whatever it was and they were like oh my god yeah we totally i'm like make it simple make it simple you don't have to have like everything doesn't have to be exactly what it's supposed to be like and i think that's where kind of the the theater experience comes into to play is like how can you translate something to be on stage right and i think that's where people should talk to their friend like if if like you have an idea and then you have friends that like maybe they do theater or maybe they do performance stuff like run it by them you yeah. know like they might have some really great ideas of how to make it better or how to like translate something you're trying to do so that it reads really well on stage um i think that i think people are so afraid of like someone's going to steal my idea, you know, or, um, or just like sharing it because they're embarrassed about it. Cause they don't feel confident about it. And it's like, no, like, like get, like work on it with people like that aren't even in it, like to get some fresh eyes on it. Cause I think 100%. that would help a lot. 
I mean, that's the joy of having this podcast. Is like we could talk about our skit ideas on here, and if anybody ever did them, we know exactly what episode and where they came from. <laughs> Copyright. <laughs> I also think people get too dramatic about that. Sometimes there was um the year we did circus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at Porkcon that that year, there was a group that used the same song to do a totally different anime and a totally different dance, and we even knew the people. We're like, whatever, like we didn't sure. care. But there was a group of people that came. Run- I don't even know who these people are. <laughs> they came running up to me. They're like, these people are stealing your skin. <laughs> Like it's fine. Like we don't own the song. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not Britney Spears. <laughs> like, but I was trying to be really nice, but because they were like really upset on our behalf unnecessarily. But I was like, don't please don't start something. <laughs> like, yeah, we're really fine. Like we're it's good. Like and I was like, it's totally they're not doing the same thing. It's just the same song. Like we don't own the song. It's the most popular song of the year. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, okay. Okay. like okay but like we were just really upset for you we're like it's not necessary thank you Appreciate like it. we have nothing to be upset about we have a trophy we're fine <laughs> we're good <laughs> i was like i was like everybody needs to relax it's just a competition it's fine <laughs> okay everybody's okay <laughs> kids get very passionate though they, I appreciated the passion, but I, I just, do appreciate their sometimes passion. Sometimes I think also people just like to start shit. So also drama. Yeah. So I was like, let's just let's tap the brakes on that right now. <laughs> <Beep>. Okay. <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. just so much fun. Yeah, always, always a pleasure. Always, always. Look at how long we can just rattle our mouths off for no. I know it's such sound advice for people because honestly, I feel like people also. do like want to know what judges think, and that's really like how we feel about stuff no it's true it's you know again like don't scare us yeah and have and and have fun yep and if you really want to do well have a solid idea and keep it simple yep and when in doubt and i'm judging be a drag queen yeah katie likes that i can't help it (laughs) i fucking love it Well, some of the drag skits that were on were, like, really good, too. Like, they picked the best song. Oh, the the person that did that songstress was awesome. (gasps) I remember I saw that, and I literally just, like, I was at the judges' table, and I was like, Katie's Judges Award, and I slid it over to you. Oh, my God. And I was just like, how did you know? Because, like, like, everything worked. And then I remember, too, like, the the hosts that year, they wanted it to be their Judges Award. And I literally, like, they came upstairs in the elevator to the judging room, and I'm like, you're going to pick something else. Because it's mine. Yeah. Well, I think it's fine. I think people assume, like, I would favor Danskish just because I did. And I'm like, I, I wouldn't go there. Like, I don't think that's true. I I, I would argue I'm more critical. Right? Because I know what yeah. I'm looking at. I know what I'm oh. looking at. Um, Please. If, if, if the two of us had to judge a dancing skit, I would completely bow out to your opinion. I'd be like, yep, what Jess said. Well, I fought this girl once. One of the judges. I fought this girl. It sounds like I fought somebody on stage. No, it was one of the judges. You, me, the Prudential Center, right now. Actually, I, I fought. I fought a couple of judges over like dance stuff. I don't usually get like like I. I'm usually pretty good with everybody else's opinion, but when it comes to like a dance thing, if I feel like I, I understand it better, I will. I will stand up for it. There was there was one. This girl did this beautiful point piece. Like it was gorgeous. I was like almost in tears. It was so good. Mm-hmm. Um. And we get to the judging thing, and I was like, well, this girl's obviously getting something. Like, yeah. you know. Um, and she had done, like, the dying swan. And she did a lot of the actual choreography from that. And this person was like, the choreography is so boring and simple. And, like, it was bad. And I was like, excuse me, that's a real dance. <laughs> that's a real dance. It's famous. And that girl did it flawlessly. <laughs> oh, so, shut up. <laughs> uh, I was like, no, no, fight me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like I don't I have never cried at a skip before fight me <laughs> how dare you you come into my house I was like that girl was beautiful you're <laughs> <laughs> like whipping a horn away from somebody to give it to her <laughs> I mean the, the choreography to that dance is very simple but it's beautiful <laughs> right and if it's done the right way like hi but it was also like the girl didn't make it up like it was it was real right um but anyway that was that was like one time i got into a fight with somebody about it i mean it wasn't bad like i i stayed in my opinion and the girl backed down like it wasn't like we like, wrestled over the table oh um, we totally are wrestled. what are you talking about no arm wars and punch each other and no <laughs> there's fire fire i would say 99 percent of the time we all agree 
When I've been judging, I've very rarely disagreed with the other judges. It's usually very like consensual is the wrong word. Copacetic. Consensus driven. Like very copacetic. Yeah. We're all on the same page. Like, yeah. yeah. Most of the time. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely like there's clear winners like sometimes and then sometimes there's not, but we can all agree on like where everybody like kind of levels out. Yeah, when I think most people, like, usually the ones that people aren't sure about, usually we just, like, talk it out. Like, we'll say, like, what we liked, what we didn't like, and why we think they should get this one versus this other one or nothing at all or, or whatever. And usually people, if they have, like, one they're really passionate about, that that's a judge's award anyway. Um, because usually the big awards, everybody's pretty clear on. Like, yeah. I don't think we've ever... I don't think I've ever sat at a judge's table where there was any hand-wringing about best in show or best performance... That was just me. Yeah, you had that experience, but I wasn't involved. I mean, I wasn't. You involved. were involved. I was involved on the on the stage. <laughs> and I, I'll make it really easy for you. I didn't think we should have gotten best of show. So listen, I I didn't vote for you. I know. <laughs> we, I'm, I'll die on that rock. I didn't vote for you, yeah. and not because like I don't love you guys either. But that's it. You have to separate friendships from yeah. performances. And honestly, if I had been judging me, I would not have voted for me either. So listen, nobody was more surprised you got it than me. Yes, it's all good. <laughs> I'm sitting on stage. Uh, <laughs> Take that, Reddit. <laughs> there was no Reddit back then. Screw you, Forkin. <laughs> Screw you. I was like, no, I was like, no, we don't, we don't deserve this, but it's fine. We got it, whatever. What we're going to do, get up there and be like, no. <laughs> like, are you sure? <laughs> Take it back. <laughs> thank you i i needed the cup to drink margaritas out by that point in the night so i was like i i'm like give me this cup i need a drink (laughs) i didn't bring my own (laughs) i didn't bring my own i am very tired this has been a long weekend i just want to drink i just want to forget i want to take this costume (laughs) off and i want to drink that's the irony about so many people that get mad about like who wins like those people like ah i just wanted to like cheat and get this award that's all i cared about was winning i'm like girl at that point all i wanted to do was put my pajamas on like i didn't give a shit nah girl no you don't know Uh, and I like that to think that's a, a lot of people. I think that's a story for another day. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. I think that's a lot of people. I think that, like, you know, that it's, it's. Oh God, we compete our asses off, and then it's at the end of it, we're just like, look, all of this is amazing and everything, and we're so glad we won. But you get so emotionally drained from it. It is whether you win or lose. I think. I think that like it's hard to be disappointed when people don't, when you don't win. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You have that like moment of disappointment, but at the end of the day, you're still eating cheesecake in your pajamas either way. So. Yeah, regardless. It's regardless. either you're crying because you're happy or you're crying because you're exhausted and it's over. <laughs> it's over. Actually, and you're probably over. crying because you're exhausted either way. Right. <laughs> exactly. So, so it's all, it's all good. But no, I, good. I think that people, you know, keep coming up with good ideas because I love seeing them. Even when I'm not judging. We're always judging, even if we're not judging, right? Like, as an mm-hmm. audience member, everybody's judging, and not it, that makes it sound so negative. I feel like the word judging has like a negative connotation, sure. but like, no, everybody does. Anybody who watches a TV show, anybody who watches a masquerade, they in their head they have an opinion about like what they're seeing, and I think that that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It just shouldn't stop people from trying their ideas out, right? You know, go for it. Just do it. Just do it. Just wear underpants and do it. <laughs> <laughs> the end. The end. <laughs> Guys, thanks so much for tuning in this week, Jess. Thank you. Always a pleasure, as always. Have a great night, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>